Hey, this is Kiran Nagarar from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Anne Benveni stay with us. Are you frustrated? Are you bored? Do you only have a hazy idea of your next coming days or what's coming next? Anne is here to help you, and most of you who are ambitious people to create an energizing career that you love. So, what you do for work feels like an extension of who you are. and how you want to live your life so that was something about ann and is a wonderful person to communicate with and there is a lot more to ann she has been in london she has been in now she is in brooklyn and let's hear it from ann now ann welcome to the show hi thank you so much for having me it's a pleasure and very excited so let's begin with your journey tell us about yourself what got you started in entrepreneurship and then coaching sure Yeah, and I never set out to become an entrepreneur. Kind of ended up this way. I think out of university, I created my career in in marketing and advertising and you know that that was always something I thought about as a kid and specifically advertising and I ended up working at a big ad agency in London and and really loving it and I spent many years there having a lot of fun and really feeling like I was in the right place for me. But then, you know, when I hit 30, I it just no longer clicked the way it had before. I kind of looked above me and realized this, you know, the people that are ahead of me on the career path is not what I want, but I had no idea what I actually wanted. And I felt at the time and obviously this is laughable, but I thought I was so old and that because I was so old it wasn't cool to not know where I was going or what I wanted. And so I panicked and I quickly reached for what I felt was a socially sanctioned way of feeling lost which in in my community is an MBA. So I I went and I did an MBA not because I was excited about doing an MBA but because I felt that that's what I should do. I felt like I needed to get finance and accounting experience in order to be successful even though I I mean I I wasn't excited. particularly about that it was came from more of a place of should. And so this kind of led me down a whole rabbit hole or not rabbit hole a whole path that really wasn't right for me. I did the MBA, it was hard, I didn't really enjoy it that much. I met some great people, but wasn't right for me and then I ended up in tech working at a early stage tech startups and also really didn't enjoy that and and wasn't in roles that really allowed me to shine. I was working in these very analytical kind of growth marketing roles on topics i didn't really care about very tech heavy hardware products and i know i was very lost as a person in the process i'd moved to new york and eventually i got fired from one of these startups and to me that was really the wake up call i needed the past couple of years i'd started doing some volunteer coaching on the side because you know along the way in my career i'd always met coaches and i'd always thought oh that's like such a cool job wow but i never gave myself permission to actually pursue that because i felt like i was too young and i also felt like it wasn't a unquote real job right it wasn't serious enough it wasn't analytical enough it, i didn't know anyone within my spaces to become a coach it felt too woo woo so even though i loved it i didn't give myself permission to do it i did the mba i did these tech jobs instead and so I'd been doing a little bit of that on the side thankfully when I got fired and and that was really the moment to say and stop doing what you think you should do and rather recreate your career and the things that 
feel fun and interesting to you where you know that you're good and you can add value. And so that's what I started to do. I, I worked for a training and coaching company. I got a job kind of more junior than I'd been working previously. Like I had to take a step down. And I, I did that for a couple of years while building my own coaching practice on the side. And then after a couple of years, I had enough runway to do it by myself. So yeah, I've been running my own coaching practice for two and a half years now. And I'm really happy. I love it. Every day is different. And I have to grow a lot as a person to grow my business. So that is really rewarding in and of itself. So yeah, that's the story. And thank you so much for sharing that. And now can you please tell us about the success stories that you help witness or help coach to move your clients from point A to point B? So what are some of the clients that you're really proud of? Sure. I think I'm a career and life coach and I help my clients are mostly overly educated overachievers who feel lost and they kind of they run the gamut between ages 25 and 55 all sorts of industries and mostly between north america and europe and so everyone's success story is a little bit different but basically what i help people do is go from feeling lost professionally and not knowing what they want to do next to not feeling lost where they're clear on where they're going they're making it happen. They feel confident about who they are. They trust themselves and they feel energized by what they're doing. So one, I can give a few examples, but I had a one client who, very typical high achiever, grew up outside of New York. Her father worked in finance, you know, went to schools where everyone was getting, you know, going after very corporate jobs. And so she created her career in finance as well. And then she did the MBA in her mid-20s. And then after the MBA, she got a job in private equity, which she really disliked. And, and she approached me from that place being really unhappy in her job in PE, not liking the woman she was working for, not feeling like this is what she wanted to do, but not knowing what she wanted to do next. And I have a philosophy with my business that when you're in a position like that, there's basically four fundamental things to focus on. Think of these things like a foundation of a house. You need a sturdy foundation to build your house. Equally, you need a sturdy foundation to build an energizing, fulfilling career. And so when people come to me lost or bored in their work, it's because their foundation needs strengthening. So we work on four areas. They're kind of your brand. Who are you in the authentic sense of the word? Your people. Are you having conversations with people? Are you using them to help guide you and open doors? Third is your mindset, really making sure that you are thinking about yourself in a way that's constructive instead of negative. And lastly is your time. You know, are you setting boundaries? Are you managing your time effectively? So these are the four things I worked on with her. And what the result of that was she left her job in PE and she struggled a lot with the ambiguity, the transition period. And I see this a lot for people who are transitioning. It's it's hard to not really know what comes next. It's hard to not really know the path. And people can rush, want to rush that. And when we rush, we make hasty decisions that aren't right. So you know, she struggled a lot with the ambiguity. And she also struggled with kind of exploring things that were outside of this very corporate kind of finance path that she thought was the right, quote unquote, the right path. So, but I supported her to continue to do that, even though it was uncomfortable and pay attention to really what are the things that are energizing you really? What are the things that are lighting you up regardless of what you think is right? What are the things that make you feel interested that you want to keep looking at? And so now she is building a chocolate brand 
with a friend and she's also doing some angel investing. That's kind of where she ended up. So I like that story because it's she had to travel pretty building a chocolate brand is, is very different than working in PE. So that was a big leap for her emotionally to to own that and say, this is what I'm going to do and be happy comfortable in that space so she's really happy and and the brand is doing well so that's one story do you want me to add another one or is that gonna yes please go on okay so i had another client a little bit of a different narrative arc excuse me let me just take a sip of water he was climbing up the corporate ladder without any real conviction right you know everything was going fine like he was in a sales job at a company that is very successful and and he's a social guy, like a great salesperson. And so it was good. And he was living in, in Sydney and his life was very nice. But he felt bored. He was kind of like, is this it? I mean, I don't know. I'm moving up the ladder, corporate ladder, but without any real conviction. And so with him, again, we focused on these four areas that are the fundamental part of my process. And him, the real secret was he talked to tons of people, tons and tons of people about what they were doing, things that were interesting to him. I mean, everyone talks to tons of people, but in this, because that's part of what I teach, but in his case, this is really what made the difference for him. And what he realized in that process was what I'm really most excited about is people working in sports and this growing sports betting industry. It's legal now in, in a few different states in the U.S. Previously, sports betting was or companies was illegal. So that was a growing space that he was excited about. And so once he realized that, he just went very hard into talking to everyone he could meet who was in the sports betting space. And that allowed him to land what he calls is his dream job at a sports betting company where he works with VIP client of the sports betting company and just gets to think and talk about sports all day long, which is his dream. But the lesson there, what contributed to his success is just talking to tons of people. He wasn't applying to jobs on job boards and, and like waiting to hear back. And, and I know this audience is, is mostly entrepreneurs, but really the secret when you don't know how to do something, when you're trying to figure something out is having conversations with people not trying to look like what you're doing and have it all together, but talk to the people who are doing the things that interest you and ask them, how can I get there? Offer to help them. And that's how he created that role for himself is by talking to people and, and ultimately creating a role where he would be a good fit. They weren't even really recruiting for the role. He created the role through a relationship and through conversations. And so personally, I'm restructuring my business for growth at the moment. And that's a daunting process. There's a lot that needs to be done. And the way I'm approaching it is by having lots and lots of conversations. I have to find the right support to help me. And the only way I'm going to do that is by having tons of conversations. So yeah, that's another story. And I'm very curious, like, the people come to you when they're bored, when they're frustrated, right? What are some of the questions that you ask initially to understand what to basically do the diagnosis and then provide them with like provide them with certain other questions that can help them plan the plan of action to take the plan of action moving forward. So what are the questions that you ask them to understand what the situation is? And then as I'm aware of coaching is asking really good questions. What are some questions that you ask them to move them from a point A to point B, which, which is like going for the gold. Yeah, sure. I mean, I have a consultation I run everyone through and 
before to see if they're the right fit for me as a client. And usually, and I actually don't have it open in front of me, but I ask them questions like, what's going on for you in your career right now? Why is it? I always ask them, like, if you could rate your career on a scale of, of one to 10, how would you rate it? Like, what number would you give it? Your job right now, not your whole career, but how your job right now, how would you rate it? And then depending on what they rated, I say, okay, well, why did it get, you know, four points. They rated a four out of 10. What's working basically? And, and what's missing? Like, what are those six points that are missing? Explain that to me. And that can help me understand what's going on for them, how well they know themselves. I ask them if time and resources weren't a concern and you knew you'd be successful, what would you be doing? And not everyone has an answer to that. And people's answers are a range of vague to specific, but it's always interesting to see what they do know about themselves because people, they usually know what's right for them. It's a lot of times it's because they don't trust themselves or they feel like they need a level of conviction around something that they don't have yet. So I like to see that. And I'm always probing for, okay, how are you? You having conversations? Are you talking to people? Why or why not? How are you doing it if you are? I'm looking for, do they have limiting beliefs about themselves, right? It's too late. It's too hard. I don't have the right experience. I'm not good enough. All of these typical frames of mind that can keep us stuck where we are. I'm always scanning for that. And if they have that, that's something that needs coaching on. And then I'm looking at, are they good at setting boundaries? And I ask that, like, how good are you at, at closing your laptop and walking away from work? You know, how good are you at, at getting stuff done? Are you a procrastinator? You know, I, I ask those questions. So that kind of gives me a lay of the land. And then in terms of the actual coaching, I mean, I work with my clients for five months and there's tons of worksheets and conversations that we have around those kind of four principles I mentioned earlier, your brand, people, mindset, and time. And I have not only questions, but tons of tools for working on those. So let me think, I'm always asking people, like, how does that Feel. Like when you had the conversation about whatever job that you were interested in, how did that make you feel? Were you energized? Did you enjoy the conversation? Compare it to a conversation you had about another career path. Which one felt more fun? Which one were you drawn to? I'm always looking at that because I want people to be tapped into their intuition and follow where the energy flows rather than kind of in their head thinking about, what's the logical right next step? I mean, we do look at what do you want for your life and, and we do use logic, but we also have to combine it with how the body feels. So I'm always asking people how they feel and looking for them to connect to their body in that way. I don't know if that's enough questions. I'm happy to add, add more if you have a follow-up question. Thank you. Thank you. I got it. I understand what the process seems like. If I were to ask you about the misconceptions now, what are some misconceptions that you come across that clients have before they choose a coach or before working with you? So misconceptions about coaching. Yeah, well, I'm a career coach and a lot of career coaches, I should say. Focus on updating your CV, helping you write a cover letter, working on interview prep, work on applying to jobs. And while I certainly can do all that, that's not really the main thing that I focus on. My work is very holistic. I'm almost a life coach that comes at it through the lens of career because the two are inextricably linked. You can't work on your career without working on your life as well, without knowing what do you want from your life, what's important to you, and equally having conversations about mindset and feelings. A lot of my work is helping people 
learn how to choose their thoughts intentionally and unwind from unconscious thought patterns that are holding them back. So we have a lot of conversations around mindset and then we have a lot of conversations around or not necessarily conversations, but sessions where we're working on processing your feelings. So feeling emotions in your body, allowing us to express those emotions fully and therefore release them. You know, we don't want stuck emotions. This is how we create trauma. This is why we we stay stuck where we are. So a lot of my work can feel therapeutic in a way. I am not a therapist. I'm not trained that way. But a lot of the tools are similar tools to what therapists would use. So that those are misconceptions. It's not always just tactical. It's it's very much a combination and it's not always just career. So it's a kind of both action oriented as well as the emotional mindset work that needs to be done so that those actions can be taken. Right? It's hard to create lasting change if we don't work on who we are and who we're being and how we move through the world at the same time. So I combine those two and I take a very broad look at the topic. It's really about what do I want my life to look like and feel like? And then we design from there. Wow. So a career coach with an eye of a life coach and also knows the ways of therapy. So something something interesting is going on. And next sure. question. And before we move forward, please tell us about the best ways of reaching out to you. What are they? Sure. You can reach me on my website, www.thecareer.studio. It's the name of my business, The Career Studio. And that has information on my podcast, which is on every podcast platform as well. It's called The Career Studio. I'm also a big on LinkedIn, and I post there five times a week. And sometimes I do LinkedIn Lives and, and host conversations with other interesting uh, coaches or, or people in the space. So you can find me there under my name, and Benveniste. So yeah, those are the best ways. So do reach out, guys. A wonderful person to connect with. And that leads me to my final question for the day. Uh, so what are some of the action steps you would suggest the listener does after hearing to this conversation? Okay, yes. Well, I think this is what I would do. Write out all of your questions and fears and concerns. You don't have to have complete clarity on what you're trying to figure out. You just have to know what are your questions, what are your concerns, what are your fears? And then ask yourself, who can help me answer these questions, concerns, and fears? Talk to people. Talk to people about them and talk about it authentically. Don't try and look like you have everything put together. You have to be honest if you're going to get the answers that you need. So that's always the way forward. Write down what you need to know and figure out someone to talk to figure that stuff out. Honestly, the more people you talk to, the more answers you will get and also the more connected you will be to people. You'll create a network around you to support you. And, and in the process, you're going to find mentors and that can help you. So that's that would be my advice. Talk to people. At least I would have met of what you want to accomplish and then talk to people who have already accomplished it or might have the answers that you may need to reach the place that you want to reach. So one final time, and please share the ways of reaching out to you and then we can get a conversation. Okay, sure, yeah. You can reach me on my website, www.thecareer.studio or on LinkedIn and Benveniste. So do reach out, guys. And that was today's episode of the Sparking Entrepreneur Show. Thank you so much, Anne, for such a great conversation. It was a pleasure to learn more about you and a different approach to career coaching. 
that we came across today so thank you so much it's my pleasure thank you for having me thank you again and i am your host kiran agrawal signing off you guys take care bye guys <laughs>